There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is having a fantastic day. And it is an interesting time to be alive. Just an interesting, interesting time to be alive. Donald Trump obviously pleaded the fifth today in New York State with the radical attorney general there. We have uh, the raid of Mar-a-Lago to talk about. We have uh, quietness within China and Russia. But I don't think that quietness is going to last for too long. And on the line with us, we have Dr. Kirk Elliott to talk to us about the economy. Kirk, how are we doing, man? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing, Josh? Doing pretty well, doing pretty well. But uh, looking at the, the stock market, it looks like everything is rising up, but we're seeing CPI has increased a little bit. Well, CPI is at 8.5%, um, but you add the multiplier to that, right, to compare apples to apples to back in the early 80s. Because we have to remember, President Clinton changed the way that inflation was measured for political purposes. He wanted to understate it so everyone getting, you know, cost of living adjustments and everything actually not cost the government so much money. So much for the party, for the people, right? It's like, oh, boy. But, but so when you compare apples to apples from the early 80s till now, which is what we have to do because back then inflation was 14.7%, the public policy response to that to slow it down was raise rates to something higher than inflation. So they raised rates to 18% in the early 80s. You use the same metric now that they used back then. Inflation today is with CPI at 8.5 is 23.8%. <laughs> so really for rising inflation of 23.8%, how do you slow it down? Rates have to go to over 24 to 25%. So this is, this is the problem that we're having. And this is why we're starting to see markets just collapsing, not just in America, but all over the world, right? So China right now, Josh, is no, it's no secret. You know, you just said it was, you know, all quiet on the Western front, right? It's not really all that quiet over in China because their economy is collapsing, even as you and I speak right now. They're, they're implementing the strictest COVID lockdown in the history of the country, but that's really just a t- because housing sales are cratering. The stock market's tumbling. The Chinese yuan is being devalued. There's social unrest as, as banks are not letting Chinese depositors withdraw their money because they don't have it, you know, and, and the credit market's really falling apart. And this isn't, this isn't just a, a typical recession in, in China. This is the biggest property downturn in the history of the country. And, you know, back months ago, you and I were talking on, on air about, about um, Evergrande, right? And you, if you go back even to the fall of 2021, I was talking about Evergrande, how they're missing, they couldn't make their interest-only payments, but their interest-only payments were huge, right? They were like a couple hundred million dollars up to $500 mm-hmm. million. Dollars. They couldn't make them. So what the end result was going to be is that banks were going to go into a liquidity crisis and start to default. 
that was back in the fall we projected this. Now, today, you know, about seven, eight months later than that, you've got banks in China shutting down, telling people they can't pull their money out. I mean, this is, this is a big, huge crisis that's starting to unfold that not many people are seeing, but, but we will. Because what's the difference, Josh, between a, a Chinese bank and an American bank? Nothing. A bank is there to lend money to businesses or to consumers who need it. And a bank is a bank is a bank is a bank, right? Um, what we're seeing in China when, when they start running out of money, we're going to see the same net effect here when U.S. banks start to run out of money. And this is, this is the problem that, that we're starting to see globally is, is the debt implosion. As interest rates continue to rise, um, that'll that'll wreak havoc with the equity markets, with the bond markets, and with real estate across the globe. Well, right. And, and we're already seeing the decline in the U.S. housing market. We're seeing builders decrease. We're seeing housing prices uh, begin to plummet in some areas. Mm-hmm. So w- what are we expecting then over the next few months? Because typically the fall brings in... Um, certain levels of economic decline. So what can we expect yeah. here coming with the midterms? Well, I think you're going to expect a lot of a lot of chaos. I mean, every October there's an October surprise on the stock market. But, but just already, the, China just had $300 billion evaporate from their banks. Because, and that's just an unpaid mortgage payment. This is at the beginning of an interest rate cycle move in the upward direction. I mean... In America, we've had four months in a row, right? We had 25, a quarter of a percent, then half a percent, then three quarters, and then three quarters. Next month, we'll probably have half to three quarters again because they need to slow down inflation. So what do I expect over the next few months? Rates will have to increase because, because, well, here's the catch-22 to politicians. Do they keep raising rates to slow down inflation or do they slow down the rate of, of increase of interest rates and then just let inflation fly, right? Because both of them have a negative consequence during an election year. One of them it impacts everybody's cost of borrowing. Their credit card payments go up. They can't afford to live. People are in debt up to their eyeballs. Or they, they leave it alone because they don't want to raise rates during an election year, and they just let inflation run rampant. And then prices at the grocery store go through the roof. The price of oil and gas at the pumps go through the roof, right? So there isn't an easy out for most politicians. This is why I think your, the economy is going to stink. It's going to cause chaos. Um, and here's my prediction, since you asked for it. I think the economy just starts to fall apart. But the narrative that we hear out of mainstream media is, oh, look at the high rates, the high interest rates, the... The, the rate increases of half a percent, three quarters of a percent. The government knows, the Fed knows that, that they have to tackle inflation. They're aggressively tackling inflation. They keep raising rates. I mean, they're going to try to spin that positively, but here's the deal. You, you can't have a positive when, when people are in debt up to their eyeballs and you keep raising rates by like three quarters of a percent every single time. So what are they going to do? I think they're going to misdirect the story and what people think is important, like, uh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago, or like some gun rights stuff, right, or, or shooting, or, or something else. Anything other than the economy is, is what they're going to start talking about. 
And all of this will bring chaos and mayhem moving up into the November election. You know, you mentioned the grocery store prices there. And and I noticed that grocery prices increased 13.1% in July. Yeah, in one month. (laughs) Yeah, that's one month. And and it's been double-digit almost month after month after month. And I, I don't think Americans can take too much more of this. Well, they can't. I mean, so here in, in Denver where we are, I mean, you can go to the Walmart grocery store, the Target grocery store, the Kroger stores, whatever. Um, I remember at the beginning of the year, uh, a, tw- a dozen eggs were like a buck twenty nine. Today, you can't get them for like less than four fifty. I mean, literally, they're, they're like $4.69 for the same dozen eggs that were a $1.29 at the beginning of the year just seven months ago. That's more than a 13% increase. I mean, that's, that's tripling in price in seven months, right? And, and so grocery prices across the board are going up. This is putting a pinch on, on families. Um, my wife and I went out for uh, a, a nice dinner the other night. We were celebrating something, right? And so we went out for some seafood in a local place in, in downtown Denver. We got salmon. Well, salmon at this place historically has been like, $29 or something like that for for the, the Alaskan King Salmon meal, right? Well, we just went, and we haven't been there in a while. It was $52. Oh. And the last time we went, it was, it was maybe six months ago. So how did it go from upper 20s to low 50s in six months? I mean, these prices, they're kind of like the frog in the boiling pot of water, right? You're they're happening sort of gradually, but accelerating, and people don't really realize how bad it is unless you don't go back someplace for a long time. It's like, I don't remember it being this expensive, right? And yet, and this is how it's happening. It's happening right underneath our nose. It, it is, and I, I don't see it getting any better. I see them using words and the media to manipulate the perception as we get closer and closer towards the midterm elections. And that's going to be the interesting is how, how is, how are Americans going to react to this? Especially as we have this economic decline that has continued, that's ushering in the great reset. And, you know, Kirk, are we headed for a dark economic winter? I I think we are headed for a dark economic winter because as rates continue to rise, um, markets really start to get shellacked, right? Because people are going to stop spending money. The more you raise rates, so here's, here's the pickle. So the Fed, they're raising rates to slow down the inflation that they created, right? That's, that's what they're trying to do. But here's, here's my theory, and, and it's proving out. Uh, the more that they raise rates, the more inflation that's going to create. It's like having the opposite effect. Why? Because in a globalized world, other countries are, are owning U.S. treasuries, like, like China, for example, largest owner of treasuries on the planet. Well, they, they've been dumping U.S. treasuries, Japanese treasuries, European treasuries, A, because they need money, but B, when they dump other countries' treasuries on the open market, it's going to start tanking that currency and make theirs look arbitrarily stronger, right? So, so they're dumping all these treasuries. And plus, the fundamental dynamics of the bond market are when interest rates go up, the value of bonds comes down. So 
So nobody holds a bond until maturity. Are, are, is people going to actually hold a bond for 30 years? No, they always sell it early. So, so as interest rates go up, the value of those bonds comes down. What's happened the last four months in a row? Interest rates have been going up, 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 up for four months, right? So China's holding all these U.S. Treasuries and thinking, wait a second, if we wait till next month, the value of our U.S. Treasuries is going to be lower. And if we wait two months, it's going to be lower again. So they're dumping them. When they right. do that, it's a problem. And I'll finish it later. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with that more Dr. Kirk Elliott. Talking about your troubles, it's a crying sin. Ride a painted pony, let the spinning wheel spin. You got no money in you. You got no home. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from my Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show. We're talking with Dr. Kirk Elliott about the state of our economy, about what's happening and what's going to happen. Kirk, you're, you're about to finish that, uh, that thought there, so please go ahead. Yeah, so, so it's my theory of when, when the Fed raises rates to slow down inflation, it's going to have the opposite effect because... China's the largest holder of U.S. Treasuries on the planet. When rates are going up, and we've already made, made it aware, everybody in the world is saying, okay, we're going to raise rates month after month after month after month to slow down this inflation. 
So every month that goes by that they raise rates, the value of those treasuries or bonds comes down. So China's thinking, I'm not going to hold on to these things for another month. I'm going to get rid of them now or else there'll be a lower price. And then so they're dumping them. For the first time since 2010, we have less than a trillion. So here's where we still have national debt, right? We still have entitlements to pay. We still have stimulus programs. And so, therefore, the more they – we just print. They, they go to an inflate-or-die scenario. They're going to print money like there's no tomorrow because there's no foreign capital inflow coming in. So the very mechanism they use to slow down inflation is creating it. And, and this is the problem that I see moving forward into this fall. But, we, but here's where you know, economic dark winter – I think, yes, but I also think it's going to be more than that. So Nigel Farage, you know, head of the Brexit Party in, in the United Kingdom, he said places like the U.K., New Zealand, Canada, and Australia are experiencing the Marxist threat that's similar to the one facing America, right? And he just, he just did this speech, like, just a little bit ago during CPAC. And what are Marxists trying to do? Destroy Judeo-Christian culture, the family unit, history, and the identity of Western nations. So he said, if this is a Marxist, Marxist attempt to break everything that we are, and so for West, I mean, he goes on to say, to save Western civilization, this is the battleground, because if America falls, we all fall. So how do you complete, like, this Marxist revolution that he's talking about? You destroy America economically, right, and make people serfs or slaves to the government for, for sustenance, for everything. So, so if you can destroy us economically, it's going to be easier to have that kind of communist Marxist power over the people, which is all about restriction of freedoms, right? So, so I think this is, this is a, a worldview battle. It's a philosophical battle that's manifesting itself in the economic world, and I think it's going to be a very tough road ahead before the election. This is just... I mean, you're looking at it from a political standpoint, from an economic standpoint, from a lack of funding standpoint, to banks running out of money standpoint. You know, you name it, and, and, and it's causing chaos in our country today. Well, I, I agree with you, and, and I think we all see it coming. I think Americans can see it coming. Um, we get these small little teeter-totters. I call it the teeter-totter to totalitarianism is you get these little boosts of the economy and then you get these harsh crashes down. So, Kirk, what do we need to be doing then with our IRAs, our 401ks, our wealth, the money in our bank, the money in our savings? What is the best strategy? Well, the best strategy is is the same strategy you and I have been talking about for for months now. Um, And that's tangible assets go up during times of inflation. I would buy silver. And so here's Here's the, uh, the conversation I've been having with clients. It's like, Kirk, you've been talking about silver now for a while, and it's gone down for a couple of months. What gives? Well, that was an arbitrary knee-jerk reaction to the dollar artificially looking stronger compared to the yuan. But it won't last because the dollar is not strong. It, it, it's terrible. It stinks. We have too much debt. But since last week, when, when the Fed raised rates three-quarters of a point, okay, Pendulum swifting moment because we seem to hit a point of critical mass. Silver is up 11 percent in eight days. <laughs> like, okay, this is a pretty good kind of pendulum shifting moment. And this is this is everything that we talk about. This is just economic fundamentals 101. 
When you have low supply, high demand, now you have political pressures amplifying that situation. You've got supply chain disruptions. You've got inventory constraints. Of course, silver is going to go up, and we're seeing it. So how do you protect yourself against the onslaught of declining markets, you know, stock markets, bond markets, real estate, like we've talked about on this show? Um, and how do you protect yourself against the relentless loss of freedom? You go into something that's a tangible asset. It's kind of a get-out-of-the-system kind of a, a currency, so to speak, because it's physical. It's not a digit. It's not paper. It doesn't go away. It's a thing. Well, good grief, Josh. When silver is up 11% in the, oh, since Wednesday, the last Wednesday when Fed raised rates, that's a pendulum-shifting moment, and truth is starting to really prevail as people are seeking safety in their investments. Wow. You know, I'm looking at, excuse me, excuse me. I'm looking at it too, that by January, we're going to have a complete shift of our financial industry that American homeowners, the American worker are going to be scared. And I don't want to fear monger, but I'm, I'm telling people what is coming is going to be scary. It's going to be dark. As the the Democrats try to retain control politically, the economy is going to suffer. You cannot have an economy move forward with these horrible policies and be on the upside. It just doesn't happen. And they've only been manipulating this stuff just to get through the midterm elections. And once those are over things are going to begin to fall apart. Yeah, they will. I mean, they're going to try to hold things together till the election. That always happens in an election year. But once there's no more motivation to try to keep the appearance up, it, it does. It just completely falls apart. And some of the stuff that, that you and I have talked about, right, even, even on the air, changes in currency, changes in system, loss of privacy that seems to be just right around the corner, and it's confirmed by comments like Pippa Malmgren at the World Government Forum. There's a new currency coming. There's a new shift coming with a, a digital social profile with programmable money, right? And and this is the scary moment that people have been dreading, that they've been talking about for a decade, right? And, and it seems to be right upon us. Yep. And you know what? The best thing we can do right now is prepare intangible assets Gold and silver, these are the things that, that, that take care of it. Guys, listen, if you want to get a hold of Dr. Kirk Elliott, it's pretty easy. There's a few ways to do it. GetGoldToday.com. GetGoldToday.com. That's one of the best ways. You're going to go directly to his website. You can fill out the forms. It's just one little form, some simple steps. Or you can give them a call, 720 720-605-3900. 3900. Kirk, I appreciate your time today, my friend. Thank you so much for your insights. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. All right, take care, Kirk. Bye. All right, and you heard it from Dr. Kirk Elliott right there. Is The economy is being manipulated. We are in this teeter-totter to totalitarianism. Things are going to get systematically worse because that is their plan. Everything is being propped up right now for the midterms. We know most likely they're going to come out with some type of spending bill. 
to keep the government funded till December, to get rid of student loan debt. The Democrats got to throw it all on the table in order to try to get the public perception for this next election. And so we're probably going to have one of the largest spending bills ever in the history of mankind be placed out there. And they're probably going to get throw a few thousand dollars at everybody, a little stimulus check. They're going to... Uh, they're going to try to cancel student loan debt. That, that discussion will come up in about mid-September. They're going to keep on attacking conservatives. They're going to keep on attacking Trump. And that's one thing I wanted to talk about today. We're going to, we got to take a break here in about a minute. But I wanted to talk about Trump because th- this is important to understand as we move into the midterms and as we look at really the plan of the Democrats. Because... The fact that they they utilize political weaponization of the DOJ to go after the the former big quotation marks around the former president um, to me is a sign of desperation. It's a sign of desperation or a sign that they really don't care. It's one of the two. We're going to talk about that and much much more here after the break. We'll be right back with more Dark Light Show. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight show. Now, sometimes they say timing is everything. And I want you to, to understand the timing here and the persecution of Donald Trump. The FBI, the weaponized, politicized DOJ, raid Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence a day before Donald Trump is supposed to meet with the New York State Attorney General pertaining to his business. Not only that, is they raid it one day before the FBI had the deadline to hand over the Hunter Biden laptop documents. I mean... Think about that timing. It's quite incredible. You know, it's also interesting is Hillary Clinton had a whole bunch of merch all ready to go on the day of the uh, the raid, as if she knew it was going to happen. Well, how about this? The federal judge, we find out, Judge Bruce Reinhardt, that approved the warrant, was also the judge that recused himself from Trump suing Hillary Clinton because, well, his connections with Hillary Clinton as well as Jeffrey Epstein. Um, He was Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer, and he also represented many of Jeffrey Epstein's clients and got them out of jail before becoming a federal prosecutor. This is the judge (laughs) that signed the warrant to search Mar-a-Lago. Now, the rumor is, and this is being said all over the place, is that one of Trump's aides are the ones who flipped and went to the FBI and said that uh, he had it in the safe. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Five days ago, Dan Scavino posted a picture of a big white door with a 45 on it on True Social. Now, that's kind of interesting. Well, Ben Bradbury, real Ben Bradbury on True Social, 
one of Scavino's friends there, posted, uh, is there a benefit, think public optics, to allowing your enemy to open the front door? This was five days ago. Then all of a sudden, Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence is raided. Tipped off by, apparently, a Trump aide. Mar-a-Lago during this time is closed during the summer, so you don't have to worry about people being there. The Secret Service was notified two days in advance. They notified Trump's Secret Service detail the day of, which they left. They wouldn't allow Trump's lawyers in. But see, then I go to what this, this mysterious figure Q said a while back. This was the 4th of March, 2019. Is there a benefit, think public optics, to allowing your enemy to open the front door? Warlike posture activated. Thanks for playing. Did Donald Trump just set up the DOJ? Think about this. Did they have one of their aides tip off the FBI with eh, maybe false information? Send them in. And basically initiate this politicalization, weaponization of the DOJ. Think about it. They are in an incredibly tough spot right now, the Democrats. They don't look good. Joe Biden doesn't look good. Their policies are failing. With that being said, they are desperate. They are pushed into a corner. And they so need to take down Donald Trump. Because they know Donald Trump is getting closer and closer to announcing that he's going to run in 2024. They know they cannot cheat in 2022. And actually, they just sealed that down hardcore. Think about this for a moment. Think about the public perception that is coming out right now after the DOJ just raided Mar-a-Lago. Moderates, independents are screaming bloody murder at the weaponization of it. Democrats, even socialists, are coming out saying this is wrong. They're so desperate to get a conviction on Trump that they'll go to these measures And what we're going to see is they are going to dig themselves such a deep hole that there will be no way that they can cheat in November. That they're going to be watched like such hawks. That there's no way that they can cheat. And if there's no way they can cheat, then we're going to see a red wave. Was this part of Donald Trump's plan is to trap the deep state. Make them think that they can finally take Donald Trump down once and for all. Let's just go raid his house. The evidence will be there. We'll find it. And they go in there and they come up empty-handed. And then that's when Trump begins to fight back. That's when Trump begins to release information he has on them systematically disseminating over the next two months while the election moves closer and closer. Showing their corruption, showing their complicity. 
I think that this is part of a plan. I think that the Patriots just made their first move to fight back against the globalists. That in order to win the November elections, that we had to, in order to have a red wave, we had to make sure that there was zero chance that they could cheat. And that is a multi-step process of setting them up and then distributing mass amounts of information against them before the election. And this was the first nail in the coffin. Weaponization of the DOJ. Boom. Now what happens? Now they're going to start releasing information about how the Barack Obama and the Biden administration have weaponized the DOJ against American people. And when Donald Trump comes out with that level of evidence, I mean, goodness, why wouldn't people believe it? They're doing it to him. What about uh, the Hunter Biden laptop? Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's deals with China and Russia. That information can start flowing out. What about Hillary Clinton's emails, the WikiLeaks information, Wiener laptop? That information will begin flying out. What about Democrat collusion directly with China? Feinstein. We have Pelosi. We have Schiff. Pelosi, she just took her son, Paul, to Taiwan with her for a business deal. Things are not looking good for the Democrats. And things are only going to get worse as the election period comes forward. Because I think that this time, the American first candidates, Trump, they have a plan. And that plan is to systematically destroy the confidence that people have in the Democrat Party. The confidence that people saw within their elected officials. And you do that through public perception. You do that by utilizing their greatest strength, which is the attacks on Donald Trump. Pretty genius, if you might add. And so Donald Trump today actually uh, refused to answer questions to the New York Attorney General's probe into his business, pleading the fifth. And he said something interesting here. He goes... um, I was once asked if you're innocent, why are you asking why are you taking the 5th amendment? Now I know the answer to that question. Trump said in a furious statement that railed against James as a renegade prosecutor with a vendetta against him. When your family, your company and all the people in your orbit have become targets of an unfold unfounded political motivated witch hunt supported by lawyers, prosecutors and the fake news media, you have no choice. Accordingly, under the advice of my counsel and for all of the above reasons, I decline to answer the questions under the rights and privileges afforded to every citizen under the United States Constitution. <clears throat> you know, good for you, Donald Trump. I, I think that that was a great move. I think that's probably one of the best moves that he could have because what's happening here is if you remember, Attorney General James had said on her campaign trail that she was going to take Donald Trump down without knowing anything about the case, without knowing anything about Donald Trump legally. I'm going to take him down just because I want to take him down. And so this is another weaponization of the DOJ. And and those events happen day after day. 
Isn't that amazing, the timing of that? But, you know, it looks like the Democrats are playing their hand just a little too soon. But I think we all know what happens next is the DOJ is going to come out with criminal criminal prosecution and they're going to issue an arrest warrant for Donald Trump. Hopefully by that time he'll be back in Florida and he'll be under the protection of hopefully the Florida government who are making moves right now to limit the federal agency's jurisdiction within the state of Florida. How about this? A day after... The raid. Trump shatters all fundraising records after the raid. Isn't this interesting? He's he's shattering all fundra- uh, fundraising records and I'm told um, has raised more money in the past 24 hours than ever before in recent history. And the truth are is the American people are pissed. The American people are sick and tired of what is happening. You know, Trump wasn't the only conservative attacked. Joe Biden's FBI apprehended GOP representative, Scott Perry, while he was traveling with his family and seized his phone. All he had to do was contact his lawyer, and he would have gladly handed over the phone, but instead they make a scene out of it. We're going to take our last break. We'll be back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. 
My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. Former NYPD Commissioner Bernard Carrick has came out after the raid on Mar-a-Lago and said that Democrat, Democrats might try to orchestrate Trump's assassination. This is how far they will go. You remember, the, you remember what they did to Kennedy, right? <laughs> and they did do that to Kennedy. They might go as far to take out Donald Trump. They are desperate to no ends. And it wouldn't be very difficult for them to do that because all they would have to do is just radicalize their base, which is already radicalized. Let's go to the lines. We got Suzanne and Perry. Suzanne, what's up? Hi. Um, I was wondering if you would answer a question for me. On uh, sure. your show on uh, Wednesday, July 27th, you made a comment that the economic reset was slated for January of 2023. I was mm-hmm. just wondering where you uh, saw that information. I was I tried to find it, and I'm not looking in the right place. <laughs> well, I appreciate the call. And so if you go back to our previous shows, we've talked about this, that – not necessarily economic reset, but we have November 22nd, 2022 is when the acceptance of something known as ISO 222 comes in. This is standardizations for basically cryptocurrencies, uh, re-standardizations. Now, they've actually pushed some of this off in the sense of the replacement of the SWIFT system until 2025. Um I have a friend who is uh, a developer who works for the Federal Reserve. And this person told us back in June, you have six months of the dollar left. And they are going to begin the implementation of a digital dollar currency starting in June of 2023. And so that's kind of where that whole idea and concept comes from. Now, if we look at what's happening is if you're going to introduce a digital currency, which is going to take time, there's going to be test runs, there's going to be introductions to it. You have to get the SWIFT system replaced. It's going to be a long drawn out process, just like the digital Wong, which is happening in China right now is the same thing. It's been ongoing for three years right now, but they are making a steady transition over towards it. But uh, we perceive that in the midst of all this, by the end of the year, is we could have a global financial collapse, some type of black swan global event, which really begins this transition into this globalist digital dollar state. Now, what do I mean by that? With everything that's happening socially, culturally, politically, economically, and in the sense of war posturing, we can see that something major is going to burst a dam within the next few months. And it makes complete sense, especially 
if there's a red wave here in the United States of America and the conservatives win overwhelming majority in the House and the Senate, then the Democrats just cannot allow the power to be given up. They cannot give the power to American first candidates because that means that Joe Biden and Kami Kamala will be ejected from the White House. That means that they lose all legislative power. They lose control over the DOJ. Now a conservative will come into the White House because they'll definitely impeach them. And so they can't afford that. This is the plan, I believe, of, of the patriots, the good guys, the good people. Is to press their hand and take back power and control through this means. But I think that right after the election, we're going to see some type of black swan event globally. If not before the election. And this could be the invasion of China into Taiwan. This could be the invasion of Russia into countries like Finland, Sweden, Poland. Something of that nature. Or it could just be a, a complete meltdown, economic collapse, like Dr. Kirk Elliott was talking about, of the Chinese economy, of the Chinese housing markets. Either way, we see something big is going to happen within the next few months. I, I hope I'm wrong, honestly. I, I really do hope I'm wrong, because I don't want to be right about these things. These things are uh, what hurt people. This is what produces incredibly hard times. But I foresee that uh, we're going to have something major happen by the end of the year, probably economically, which is going to um, give the Democrats the ability to seize power, declare martial law, put in new restrictions. We have resurgence of viruses. We have a certain virus right now that's wreaking havoc in China. This is called the, the Langya Hennepa virus, and it has a 30 to 75 percent death rate. 35 people have been infected over three different provinces in China. This is a novel virus, which means that it uh, has never been detected in humans before. So this potentially could be one of those level four lab leaked viruses again. And so we're seeing a lot of things globally happening, a lot of moves being positioned, a lot of pieces on the chessboard getting ready to make their moves. Now, does this end with economic decline, collapse? I don't know. But that would be the most likely candidate because it is one of the most manipulated and it's one of the easiest to bring about and usher in that level of, of, of fear. And it gives the Joe Biden administration after the midterms, when they still have power for that next month and a half, the ability to seize complete and total control and power of this country if the Republicans win. And they won't hand it over in January. And so that's kind of where the thinking and thought process is. I, there's a lot more that goes into this, and, and I would need an hour or two to explain it. And usually I do that on my podcast on Red Pills TV that you guys can check out. But yeah, we are headed towards something extraordinary. And as fearful as it is, we have to understand that this is a transitional period for humanity, for our country. And that if we rise up, if we fight, if we stand up and speak up, that we can come out of this with something so much greater than anything we've had before. 
I think Americans now look at what's happening in this world and they look at freedom and they respect it so much more. They go out there and say, there's never going to be a time in my life that I don't want to go out and express my freedoms because if I don't, I will surely lose them. This is the world we live in, right? And we, we have to... We have to look at it as such and we have to stop the evil, the tyranny, the oppression. We have to fight. We have to block their moves. Because if we allow them to win, humanity is going to fall into a long period of darkness. That'll be almost incredible to get out of. So there really is no other choice. We're coming to this precipice moment. And Americans and people around the world are going to have a choice. Stand and fight or become slaves. Thank you guys so much for your time today. This is the Dark Delight Show. We'll be back with you tomorrow for another episode. Take care.